0: You are now listening to the Charity Church podcast. Well, hello again and welcome to our post sermon podcast. And yeah, it's Marty here and Tommy D. That's right. And I was gone last week on vacation, but I'll tell you what, um the fill in did a pretty doggone good job.
1: I mean they didn't know they were going to get uh, a sermon and worship leading all at the same time.
0: Well, I'm talking about the podcast last week. Oh, we'll get to the other in just a moment. <clears throat> but the podcast last week, you and Angie. Angie
1: B. stepped
0: oh. up and hit a home run. That was a Grand Slam home run. Grand runs, Slam. I thought it was excellent. Now we'll go to this past <laughs> week's sermon that I was listening to. Um, I think I was driving home when I was listening and I was listening to the second service, which brings up another point, but I was listening to the second service and you literally, you know, I, sometimes you you hear people say things in sermons, you go, I wonder if they're really telling the truth. Mm. And you know, I'd really roasted you the week before <laughs> about yes, you your did. singing. Yeah. And I figure there were people out there that going, I wonder if Tom is really that bad. Right. Well, first of all, let me say thank you. For making me a man of my word. Unbelievable. You removed all doubt about anything that I might have been embellishing or anything like that.
1: Now they know you were speaking truth. I was
0: speaking the truth in love, my friend. It's
1: just a blessing you didn't crash.
0: Well, the thing is, is I was speaking the truth and I was speaking it in love, but yet some people don't hear the truth and Mm. they kind of do their thing anyway. But can you just... Give me a couple of measures of that. Thank you. Oh song. Yeah. I mean that's back to Ray, old Let's Ray go. Bolt stuff. I did you know? that
1: honestly. I did that particular song for you, Sean and Saul. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We really appreciate yeah, that. Here we go. Just our, for no, you no, 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 Aww. no. I was just kidding.
0: We want them to listen to the whole podcast today. Um, but no, that was that was very very. Uh, you went out on a limb, and why I say mm-hmm. the significance of that happening in the second service is, you know, sometimes I'll try things out in the first. Say something and it don't go over, I'm going to, oh, eh, I'm not going to do that in the second
1: well, sermon. <laughs> I, I thought that I missed in the first service, and that's why in the second, I just sang for a little bit longer. Oh. Wondering so if that's where I went wrong. That was and, longer. Yeah, and that's not where I went wrong. Uh, okay. It was just me attempting to sing. The it start of it. Yeah, it was the start. <laughs> was Leah sitting in her normal spot? Uh She was sitting with our brand new grandbaby okay. in the back. Oh, okay. And, um...
0: Or your parents down front. They were. But and your mom probably says you can sing. She does. Um, she's like that American the, Idol she that that mom that would just go, yep. oh, you're so you're good. Amazing. Just get up there and let it go. You've got a gift from the Lord.
1: But but Leah was quick to uh, <laughs> affirm you that it was just as atrocious in the back as it was in the front.
0: <laughs> I'm glad but Leah and I Leah, agree on that. But listen, the message as a whole, though, Tom, was a great message. It was great. I really, um, I was hanging on every word after that.
1: Well, you know, the good news and, um, being serious is the response has been amazing. We've had multiple people step up and say that they were willing to lead or facilitate a group. Mm -hmm. Um, 30 seconds before we started this, Angie just sent me another email of somebody wanting to get plugged into a group. So the which is great because you and I know the benefits of being in a life
0: group. So many, so many benefits. And, you know, as I was listening to that, I was thinking about, about my life group that I've been a part of. Some of those in my small group have been, we've been together for gosh, 10, 11 years probably. And, um, I guess it's been about that long probably. Uh, and just, I was thinking through all the things that we've gone through together as a group. Mm. Um, different phases of life different trials of life and truly so, the
1: highs and lows absolutely yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah we've celebrated together um about every one of us or most of us in there anyway have grandkids and several of us have been a part of that group while those grandkids are being mm-hmm. born and so you are celebrating all of us kind of getting into that phase of life together um but also there have been some trials. For, for different ones. Deep trials. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we had, we've dealt with cancer. We've dealt with wayward children. We've dealt with just um, marriage issues over the years with people that we're affiliated with. and
1: Unexpected loss.
0: Yeah, unexpected loss. There's just so many things over the years, uh, different, because our group has changed occasionally here and there. Um, but just, I, I just think about the closeness mm. that happens when you go through those things. Oh, yeah. And, um, yeah. And so the, I think the deeper, the deeper the valley, um, the closer you draw to one another. Sure. And so, uh, some things that you were talking about, uh, eating together, Mm. that's a good one. Oh yeah. And, and, you know, you even, you even said, made a kind of a joke about it, but then you brought how serious of a really yeah, there's a, a biblical, reason. There's yeah. a purpose behind it. I
1: will say this about your life group because Leah and I were a part of it uh, briefly. There, that's maybe some of the best food I've ever had in my life. There's some good ones.
0: Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. We. But uh, there
1: is purpose behind that. So uh,
0: yeah, there's something about eating together that breaks down walls, mm-hmm. and so I think that's why we see it throughout Scripture. Lots of, lots of things happened around food, mm-hmm. and so. uh yeah, we make it a regular part of ours.
1: I think it eases tensions. You know, I might have a rough week here at work just because my boss. And uh, I'm like, man, if y'all had any idea what it was like to work for my boss. <laughs> 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 but I mean, think about it. You might have a rough, <laughs> a rough week at work, and but you have those walls built up like you're talking about. And yeah. It's something about just laughing and eating around food that lets you just refocus and say, you know what, it's time for me to just refocus and get my mind right and then be able to get all the benefits out of life group that you can. Absolutely. So,
0: and you know, praying together, uh, uh, there's, there's something about praying together that breaks down walls even further than that. Again, it's, it's there in the early church. And mm -hmm. I loved what you brought out in the very beginning. It's, the, the descriptive versus the prescriptive. And that was both of them. Both, yeah. It was there. I think it, it's a, it's a great model for us to follow when you see those things taking place. And, um, uh, and, and so praying together is huge. It's a huge part of it.
1: Yeah. I was having a conversation with somebody earlier today about the importance, the very first one foundational, um, of the devotion to dig into God's word together. Yeah. I know you and I've touched on this, but I mean, there is power in coming at scripture with multiple sets of eyes. Mm -hmm. You're never going to hear me give a sermon that I just go in my office, shut the door and write the message. I'm always bouncing ideas off of you, bouncing ideas off of Leah, Angie. I Mm -hmm. I want as many people contributing as possible, you and yeah. I talk about your messages every week. Oh, I, yeah, I love being a part of just your process of thinking through where you're going. Yeah.
0: You'll ask me on Sunday. Sometimes it's on Tuesday afternoon. You'll go, How's the message coming along? And I go, Yeah, I pretty much got it. Yeah. Then you'll ask me sometimes on Friday, You go, How's the message coming along? And I go, Boy, I'm struggling this week.
1: Or Sunday morning. (laughs) Hey, Marty, what's your bottom line? I think we're about to find out. Oh, no. (laughs) Not sure where all this is going to pile up
0: and come down to a point. And I hope I can make a point. That's right. uh, But but it it does help to to talk through scripture with other people. And to, uh, because anytime you, you study scripture, um, alone, you tend to be studying in a vacuum. Sure. And so not like a vacuum cleaner, but that would be weird. That would be really weird. Oh, it's (laughs) 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 anyway, it would be really weird. But the, uh, but when you have other people that are speaking into that, uh, it it gives you more of a solid core foundation for what the text really means. Mm -hmm. And so that's why the early church they were under the teaching of the apostles um, because they weren't able to open up the gospel of John for themselves. Right. And so they were under the pot, the apostles teaching and, and I'm sure in those groups in their homes, they were processing a lot of that information. Oh,
1: absolutely. But this, what is this resurrection that they are talking about? Yeah. Right. I mean, so the apostles teachings then would have been a lot of what we now know of as the gospels. Right. I mean, they're, telling those accounts, um, and the significance of them. But yeah. I just think, um, the power behind that same concept of if you and I go to the gym together, I'm going to have a better workout than if I go to the gym by myself. Yeah. You're going to be there to spot me for an extra rep, mm-hmm. five more pounds, same type thing. There's a level of accountability, um, where if I know that this week we're studying acts two well I'm going to do my homework and I'm going to read Acts 2 and I'm going to try to understand the context yeah. of it more than if I was just checking a box for sure reading scripture so yeah
0: and and another another side of that is um if I don't really want to work out hard I don't want anybody to be there with me absolutely and so but that raises a red flag mm. if we don't want to be around the people of God in a group setting or even in a in the corporate uh, Mm -hmm. worship service gathering. I think that we need to check our hearts because when I don't want to be around other people that are going to be holding me accountable and raising me to a standard of spiritual growth that I need, then there may be something amiss in my heart and in my relationship with the Lord, Mm -hmm. because we know that we're a part of a body and you can't just take an arm off and throw it out in the middle of a field and it thrive. That's a it, great point. It needs to yep. be connected to the body. And so uh, that's why I believe small groups are are so important. And, um, and and also, I think another aspect of that is we were talking about praying together. We're talking about eating together. We're talking about studying scripture together. You had a, another point or two. What you were two they?
1: more. Um, learning, how, practicing how to love.
0: Yeah, how to love.
1: And then helping, uh, yeah. devoted to helping each other.
0: Right. And so when you think about all of those things, it it just, there's, there is a holistic approach to spiritual growth that doesn't happen. Like you were talking Mm -hmm. about in your message on Sunday, that doesn't happen on a Sunday morning. It's a, it's not the same. Most people are sitting in rows that are listening to you or me or whoever, whoever is, is uh, preaching that day. Um, But it would be weird if somebody started raising their hands, you know, and we got to stop and ask this and what do you want? You know, what's your question or what? probably be correcting us more than likely. Uh, from,
1: definitely correcting me. Yeah. <laughs> me
0: is, same with me. Um, but that small group setting gives you that opportunity. But I will also say this that when it comes to the time of the of the study of scripture, mm-hmm. it's the hardest part.
1: Sure. And it's the one typically that um life groups will abandon first. Yeah. But I, you know, just <clears throat> I was talking to somebody, healthy life groups are they're intentional about that part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of like a married people night out when I was talking to a counselor, doing some prep again, getting a different set of eyes. And I said, what's one word that you would, uh, use if you wanted people to have healthier marriages? And he said, without even thinking intentionality, Mm -hmm. same thing. We've got to be intentional, um, to open up his word and dig into it and learn. So,
0: and, and you, uh, and the good thing about being in a group, consistently over time, especially with me being the pastor and kind of always the authority on scripture mm-hmm. in people's minds. And I'm say that in air quotes, right. um, uh, but cause I'm not always, that's not always the case. There are plenty of other people that, you know, we got Jim Lewis in my life group and there are times that his insight on a passage is like I need to take notes because yeah. I could really
1: and you, you learn something, Absolutely. which is amazing. Yeah,
0: yeah, and and so that's the benefit of it. We're all we're all contributors, and people read scripture from different. Um, we know there's there's one solid interpretation, but then there's multiple applications, and I love to hear even the ladies in our group mm-hmm. that have insight into practical application of a passage of scripture or a topic that we're studying. And I can learn so much from that. And so it's, it's so beneficial. And then the aspect of, of just learning to love one another. Oh, I love that. Yeah. yeah.
1: Rick, um, Rick Warren says that life groups are a laboratory for learning how to love. And, so.
0: That's it's great. so true because I mean, although I'm lovable all the time, all the time, never have a moment where I'm not lovable. Hold on. i a joke. There are, there are times when my wife would tell you I am less than desirable to be around.
1: You're always lovable. Not so much likable is what she would say.
0: <laughs> Probably what yeah. she'd say. Exactly. She might not even qualify it with the always lovable. <laughs> she might say there are times when She don't even love me. Leah would say the same about me. But they know us best and they love us most. And so gotta love that about marriage, right? Absolutely. But in in the in the group setting, it's the same thing. You know, there are people that that, you know, you're you're building a dynamic with people and you're, you know, over the years we've had new people that have come into our group, and we've had some like y'all that have gone on to start other groups. And so when you get somebody new in there, there's always that, all right. Just kind of feel this deal out a little right. bit, see what they're going to be like. And, and then, but man, it just doesn't take long. Even, even the, uh, the differences that maybe there were initially or whatever might've been, you just learn to, to love and care and, and
1: cry with one another. Absolutely. Well, I think that, um, like you and I have said many times when it comes to marriage, like we're in it for the long haul. I am with Leah, you are with Tracy. So if we have a difference on opinion on something, We're gonna figure it out, Mm -hmm. right? You better, you better, right? It's gonna gonna be a long night. That's exactly right. (laughs) Well, and I think that as those relationships start growing deeper, you're in a group of people that are all different. You're not gonna agree on everything, yeah. But it's kind of that same thing. You're gonna figure out how to love them. People are gonna figure out how to love me in spite of me. Yeah. You're gonna build a bridge, and it's just a. It's this beautiful ebb and flow that happens when you do life genuinely with people.
0: What was the Andy Stanley quote about the one another, one another?
1: The number one activity of the church is the one another, each other. The one another, each other. That
0: is so good. And if you ever just start reading um, Paul's writings about one another and Jesus, what Jesus said about one another, and uh, man, it is so convicting about how we don't one another, each other, the mm-hmm. way we should. That's right. As a matter of fact, there's probably Christians that avoid one another sure. as much as they can. That's right. And, uh, but, but it's, it's a great, it's a great place to practice really loving one another the way
1: Christ told us to. Sure. But because, uh. And we say that that happens best in circles, not rows. Right.
0: Circles, not rows. Circles are better than rows for a lot of reasons. When was, i think it is the vulnerability aspect of it it's the uh the interaction side of it but then you you learn one another's needs and you just you meet those needs in the best that you can that's right and, and you help one another through those things um and it's so that,
1: that was the fifth point is we uh healthy life groups are devoted to helping each other yeah um or one another so true
0: yeah and and, and i think that even when it comes to leading groups, uh, because you said in your message that we can get people to, we want to, to be, people want to plug yeah. in. They want to build relationships, especially people that want to grow in their faith. They want to, they want to plug into those things. It's a great place for making disciples, uh, in that, in that setting, but boy, it is hard to get people to become, and, and we use maybe the word leader, but I think a lot of times we will interject facilitators, Facilitator. which sure. is probably a little bit less intimidating.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. We just keep the conversation going. Yeah,
0: yeah, I mean, you know, a lot of stuff that we use, we can use right now. Media we have subscription for anybody and everybody in our church that has that. You can pick out a group uh, curriculum that you want to use. You know, maybe a message it has some discussion questions, um, and all you got to do is just be able to hit play on a smart TV screen. Basically, you yep. download that app and on your TV, and you just pick it out and start it. And if somebody goes. Um, you know, if I'm facilitating, I could just go, hey, Tom, read question number one and tell us what you think.
1: That's as hard as it is. That's about That's it. That's it. That's all it is. And then the pressure is all of you and the pressure is on Tom.
0: Exactly. Hey, yeah. Right. So you can take the pressure off of yourself. Exactly. And, and So when you're facilitating, you're really at an advantage.
1: I like what you did there. <laughs> I really like what you did. But one of the things that I really wanted to just reiterate today, and I, I just, I believe this with all of my bones. Life groups are the front line of ministry Yeah, at charity or any healthy church. Mm -hmm. They are going to find out if something's going on in your life before you and I will ever find out. And you you weren't here, but wouldn't you agree when you walk into a hospital room and you see life group members sitting there, doesn't it just do something?
0: Well, what it tells me is that, that I believe that the mission of the church is being fulfilled. Absolutely. Because uh, that people are are they are literally doing life together. That's right. They're there for Good them Good times and bad times. Yeah, when they're when they're yeah. in the lowest of lows, when, and and it don't even have to be something serious. But they're in the hospital, or they had to go have a minor procedure, and you go in there, or you sit in the the waiting room, and there's two or three people from their life group that's there, mm-hmm. and it just lets you know that there's a depth of connection that is something that. That Jesus died for. Mm-hmm. He died for the church so that we could be connected as a body, and you see it being lived out right there and on the spot. Absolutely. So yeah, it, de- it definitely does something for me as a pastor um, to to know that people are being cared for on multiple levels. Mm-hmm. Um, and 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 sometimes we'll hear about something that happened after the fact. We'll go, hey. We heard you were you had surgery last week, or we heard something happened last week, and you know everything okay? Oh yeah, we our life groups taking care of it. Is, they were with us, and they provided meals for us say, for hey, a whole can week. We,
1: can we bring a meal to you? Oh no, my life group's got a meal chain.
0: They got it taken care like, of.
1: Let's go. That's life. That, that is, is life, life, and that is
0: the life of the church, and that's what we want here at Charity because our mission to lead people to know Christ and grow in their relationship with Him. Grow and growing when happens best in life groups. Absolutely. Yeah. That's where the roots go deep and the 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 fruit is bursting forth. Mm-hmm. It's in those places cuz you can really practice the gifts in a, in a small group as well. You I mean, have so sure. many opportunities to do that. And so uh, it was a great message and what if someone wants to be a part of a group what do they need to do, Tom?
1: You can email me directly, um Tom Dolinger at charity.church. Mhm. You can get in contact with Angie. Same thing, Angie Beaver at charity.church. Um,
0: on our website, charity.church forward slash connect, I believe it yep. is.
1: Or groups. Is There's it groups. a groups tab, yep. And uh, it'll come directly to me, and I will do my best to facilitate uh, you with a group leader and get you connected. And we've done uh, that, I think, four times this morning. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. So getting people plugged in people for the first time.
0: Responding and hopefully more and more people will realize the value of group life. And and
1: it it thrills me because I know the life change they're about to experience, whether they know what's about to happen or not. Absolutely.
0: And that is charity.church forward slash groups. I was confirming that to make sure. I should have looked at that before. Um, But yeah, hey, so this week we're going to be going one step further in this I Love Charity um, series. And um, I had, you know, this whole series mapped out. Quite a while back, and uh, this morning as I was preparing and I was looking at the text that I had picked out, you swapped um, it, I you? changed it. Oh boy. <laughs> I changed the passage. <laughs> um, we're going to be in Matthew chapter 5, verses, um, I'm sorry, Matthew chapter 22, Matthew 5 is where I was going to be. Matthew 22, 1 through 14, where um, Jesus gives a parable about the kingdom of heaven and compared to a king who gave a wedding feast for his son. And he sent his servants out to call those who were invited to the wedding feast, but they would not come. It's a Good great, Good it is taste. a great parable, great application Tom, this may be one of the greatest messages I've ever preached. I'm kidding. I'm joking. I'm joking. It's right, probably so going to flop now one, that I said that. I love it.
1: One more time, um, Matthew 22, 1 through 14. Yeah, that's it. So that way we can do our homework Absolutely. Beforehand. Be
0: ready. Be ready. So that's coming up this Sunday as mm. we continue our series. And uh, anything to close with?
1: Yeah. You just put the pressure on yourself. I know. It, oh, man. It's probably
0: going to flop. Oh, hey, it. thanks for listening. Hope you'll be here Sunday. And God bless you all. See you. <laughs>